go to Vanessa Asensio, who is a health and wellness expert, and she is going to basically reaffirm the idea based on a study that men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Good morning to you, <laughs> Vanessa. Morning, morning. So it seems that, look, I mean, obviously um, we know that uh, this, and this is sort of a, not a generalization, but this is a general response, I guess, for, from men and a general response from women. But we see that the two genders and sexes respond differently to sex. I mean, not to sex, to stress. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from a man. <laughs> <laughs> well observed. Every seven seconds, they say. Yes. So what's, what's interesting is, um, you know, we all have different ways to deal with stress. And in this particular study, um, the London University surveyed 115 men and 250 women. And they found that uh, when men are stressed, 27% of them actually chose sex and porn um, to relax. Mm-hmm. And um, women chose chocolate, um, chose, you know, comfort, comfort food. So um, what was interesting is for men having sex is um, a way to relax. Um, I think it definitely is an escapism mm. of some kind. And, you know, you often hear that men, um, you know, people can be sex addicts or they're addicted to sex. And I think what actually happens is there's a release of hormones that happens when you have sex, um, mm. a lot of serotonin when you orgasm and dopamine. And that is what people are actually looking for. So mm. a lot of antidepressants or anti-anxiety and things like that, they try and uh, mimic a response of serotonin and dopamine in the brain that's supposed to make you feel good. Um, and women turn to food. It's, um, you know, they, they crave sweet foods, they crave comfort eating, they gorge on chocolate, whereas men look at porn on the computer. That's actually fascinating. Um, uh, because, you know, I mean, I'm, I, and I'm thinking about it. I mean, if you watch, uh, I don't know, if you watch uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you, uh, yeah, you had this guy that was powerful and, you know, he did, uh, but he, he was surrounded by stress. Yeah, so a lot of it self-inflicted because guess what? If you're doing illegal activity with people's money, uh, you will be looking over your shoulder regularly. But he was a sex addict or at least that's what, what, what the idea that we get. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so, so, definitely a way of escaping. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, then when we look at issues like sex addic- addiction or we even look at food addictions, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. does that then add credence? Does this study add credence to that this is actually a real thing and not just sort of a convenient excuse for adulterous men and women that have weight issues? I know, you know, you have to be quite careful. I think everybody is so different and everyone has a different coping mechanism. Mm. And I think that's what we really need to look at. So I always believe that whatever your stress is, you need to address it in a, in a much more positive way. You need to have a lot more support. You need to talk about it. And as a society, we need to foster that mm. versus um, forcing people to be perfect and you know just perform like uh, robots all the time. So we need to actually address the type of stress that we're experiencing. And what's interesting is... Um, in, in South Africa, particularly, I think it was maybe three years ago, um, South Africa was put, um, I think, at number the world about Bloomberg. Um, they did a survey, and uh, South Africans ranked second of the most stressed nation in the world, and an estimated 21 South Africans commit suicide a day. Mm. Um, and we also know that stress levels have been linked to depression and anxiety. And how common is depression and anxiety? I mean, I come across people that suffer anxiety so severely um they have panic attacks they you know they're feeling low you know their mood mm, is low mm. they're just not coping and i think we all turn to something when we feel overwhelmed or we feel stressed and 
um, often our most natural instinct is to naturally produce certain chemicals in the brain um, that often sugar or sex or alcohol tends to do or exercise. That's actually quite fascinating. And and that's exactly why I I asked that initial question about uh, the sex addiction or the food addiction or whatever the case is, mm. because um, the one thing that, and I, th- I don't know if I'm correct here, but my my observation is is that as South Africans, we're not very good um, with uh, dealing with our problems. So whether it be emotional eating, whether it be um, having sex for for you know because you're stressed out, uh, and, and mm. I don't, I guess that within limits, there's no, no real harm. But I mean, when it becomes sort of your go-to place every single time you have a disturbance that makes you feel uncomfortable, then it becomes an issue, right? So, you know, uh, perhaps maybe we need to find other ways of relieving that stress. That's really what I'm getting at. No, most definitely. And, you know, the exercise, for example, and I mentioned exercise because it's probably one of the most effective, cost-effective actually, um, but most effective a way to feel good. Um, studies are actually confirmed physical exercise is at least as good as taking antidepressant. So it's something that we should be engaging in. The other thing is, um, you know, our diet, people often think, oh, this is just a chemical imbalance or I've got a real issue. I just need to medicate myself and everything's going to solve it. What you eat every day has a direct impact on how you feel. So it affects your mood. It affects um, your blood sugar levels, your blood sugar levels are disturbed, you're going to feel more stressed, you're not going to sleep, you're going to release cortisol, um, and your gut health. Um, and why I emphasize that so much is that your gut is actually your second brain, and your gut produces more serotonin than your brain does. So the, uh, the, the, the need to optimize our gut integrity, meaning that we need to take really good care if we're taking antibiotics, if we're drinking a lot or having a lot of sugar or are very stressed, we're actually affecting our gut health and our gut is actually our second brain. Mm. So I'm a, I'm a big believer that if we change our three lifestyle factors, so our nutrition and key supplementation, we actually look after our gut and we start exercising because we're designed to move, we way too sedentary. I promise you, if people that are anxious and depressed and stressed, if they just actually moved for 30 minutes and started oxygenating their body, they'd feel good almost instantly. And exercise is proven to do that. But someone who's stressed or depressed, the last thing they want to do is exercise. Mm. And I guess the reason why we have this conversation is, I mean, you touched on it now, you know, the health implications of, for example, um, eating as a stress or in response to stress. Um, Also, I guess, having sex um, in response to stress also has its concerns because, I mean, there's all kinds of things that you can open yourself up to from STIs and STDs all the way through to um, your your the relationships that you have and and the impact that your behavior has on those, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, the list is quite long in terms of what could possibly go wrong, eh? Yes, definitely. And I think we, you know, not that there's anything wrong with sex, but if sex becomes something that you, anything that you do in secret, um, meaning that you turn to in in a place, like if you're shameful of what you're eating and you're unconsciously doing something, and that's the thing with mindfulness is that if you, you need to actually be Mm. more conscious about our actions, about what we do, and um, not in a self-destructive way, but rather yeah. in a productive way. So that's really the key is to change our thinking in terms of don't numb yourself, you know, mm. don't escape to the point where you're not even conscious of what you're doing. 100%. Listen, I thank you so much, Vanessa. All the best to you and uh, great conversation. 
Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. It was Vanessa Asensio um, talking. She's an, a health and wellness expert talking about, in essence, uh, what the study has found being men's response and women's response. Um,